0: We were
1: orphans, little girls all alone. Hydra gave us a home, eight great houses, 12 girls to a house, and in the end, the most determined, the most ambitious, the most aggressive, that girl would be the Viper. All it cost was everything. I have been married to a man I hated. I could not marry the man I loved. I betrayed him. And I was betrayed in turn. Then I was murdered. Death. Welcome and well-deserved. But Hydra, it seems, will never be done with me. To live and die and live again Welcome to issue 33 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the Encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Steve, how are you?
0: Doing good, Daniel. How are you doing?
1: Mm. You know, I'm coming out of it. I'm all right. I'm getting there. Good. What's going on tonight? What do we, I, think, I feel like there's something special in the air about this show, Steve.
0: Yeah, this is our last of the hashtag Hydra Rising issues that we're mm. going to be doing, where we spotlight stuff out of the box.
1: I can't imagine that we're uh, not doing anything but ending this one
0: strongly. Am I right? This will be a good one. This is, a, this is some fun reading and some info.
1: Mm, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I I'm, I'm going to be I'm I'm going to be honest, Steve, I have yet to even rip open the shrink on on the box. Oh no, that's not good. I, it's all true. It's all true. I have not had an opportunity to do it though I finally picked it up a couple days ago at my local game store. Um but you've played some, I hope,
0: right? Yeah, okay. So I also haven't played any since our last recording. So Okay. Okay.
1: Well, good. All right. So But we can rest assured that the game is still great,
0: correct? Yeah, I have been hearing great things. A lot of people have been playing. There's a lot of community gameplays out there, and a lot of the other content makers that are doing the Hydra Rising have Mm -hmm. been playing it, so you can get out and see some videos from other folks playing it. Um,
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Good. Well, we've been relying on them from the get-go anyway, right? Yes. So here we are, hashtag Hydra Rising. This is... It's a shadow of the past uh, issue tonight, Steve. This is Spider Woman's Nemesis set.
0: Yeah, we're going to take a look at the Viper.
1: The Viper. Now, we've talked about Hydra before, of course, a bunch of times. We've even brought up Madame Hydra before, right? Um, yep. and, and folks, if you go all the way back to issue two, can you believe that, Steve? Issue two, that's like a, what, 20 years ago when we Something talked like about that. That. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. The, the audio is a bit rougher then, but, but go back, take a listen. But um, we bring up Viper, who is sort of the, not even sort of, who is the key figure of this Nemesis pack.
0: Yeah, and in that one, so Viper, or Ophelia Sarkissian, goes by a few different names throughout her time, including Madame Hydra and the Viper. So, mm-hmm. And in that set, she's, she's Madame Hydra. You
1: know, Madame Hydra, but it is the same person, yeah? The same person. Right.
0: Yeah. As far as I could tell from the art they have on the cover or, you know, her art um, Mm -hmm. is the Mm -hmm. same character.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's dive in. Let's learn about this person. This is, you know, this is where we learn about the nemesis. It's one of those one of those issues. You've done some amazing research, as always, Steve. So. Oh, thanks. Let's Um, let's dive in. What do we got here?
0: There's a lot to find on Viper. She first appears in 1969. Mm. Okay. Captain America 110, and that one she is she is Madame Hydra, um, okay. And then in night, it isn't until 1974, five years later, in Captain America 180, that she appears as the Viper. And like a lot of these, Stan Lee has his hand in making her, and then Jim Steranko as well this time around. Okay, okay. So Ophelia is orphaned at a very very young age and recruited into Hydra by a character known as Kraken, who's a fairly sinister character who spans all of Hydra's time, it seems like. Is he a
1: giant squid? What is, what is Mr. Kraken? Is, like...
0: He has this really, uh, you never see his face. He's got this crazy helmet with these horns that pull down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you never really get to see his face. But there's nothing squid-like about him necessarily? No. Now, there's a character huh. called the Hive who is very squid-like as a member of Hydra and uh, is tangled up in something called Leviathan, which is a part of Hydra, a rival of Hydra. Um, there's, there's... That, just doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Yeah, it goes on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry,
1: sorry tangent. Go ahead. Keep going, tangent. please.
0: Okay, so Ophelia, she gets recruited by Kraken into Hydra, and she overcomes all her rivals, and she rises into a position of power within Hydra's inner circle. It's kind of a boys' club, and she's the lady in it It really holds her own. She becomes a pupil of this character, Seraph, who is a ruthless spy and assassin with ties to Madripoor and the Wolverine. During these early stories, Viper saves Wolverine from Sabretooth, and he ends up being forced to swear an oath of loyalty to Viper, which comes back later on in some of their issues.
1: Well, I would hope that would come back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So he's forced to swear that he doesn't
1: do it out of honor because she saved him.
0: Well, he also is a pupil of this Seraph, and it's okay. the Seraph who makes him swear the oath or convinces him to swear the oath. I'm not sure the exact details. Interesting
1: on that. name for that character, because like you know, Seraph, Seraphine, those are like angels.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and this this, this doesn't f- seem like an angel. <laughs> no, the woman that isn't Seraph, <laughs> she's definitely a bad person. <laughs> okay. So at a certain point, she takes the name Madame Hydra, or Madame Hydra, perhaps. Uh, She takes control of Hydra's operations in New York and clashes with Captain America quite regularly. Eventually, she reorganizes the then-defunct Serpent Squad and kills Jordan Dixon, who is going by the name Viper. And that's when she takes on the title of Viper. Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Was she trying to pretend that she was the old Viper, or she's like,
0: I'm the new Viper now? I'm the new Viper now. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, as Viper, she ends up battling Spider Woman when Jessica Drew stumbles into one of Viper's plots out in San Mm -hmm. Francisco. So, this is why we see her as a nemesis, I think, for Spider Woman. Okay. So, Spider Woman and Viper, they get tangled up. They end up at odds with one another and go through this whole series of conflicts mostly because morgan Le Fay is manipulating them to make viper believe that she is jessica's mother miriam
1: well that's just got weird all right
0: okay i'm trying to follow yeah there's this big plot right so morgan Le Fay is twisting viper's mind making viper believe she's miriam so then jessica drew thinks it's her mother but it's not her mother and there's this whole thing goes on but eventually the plot unravels <laughs> when Viper breaks free of the spell and Viper ends up blaming Spider Woman for the whole thing. They seek, she seeks revenge on Spider Woman. And that becomes their oh. first real like battle.
1: Why so. would she blame Spider Woman for this? I don't know. she Just
0: because okay. that's I, what that's what villains do. Yeah, I last, think because mm-hmm. I think Morgan Le Fay has been able to manipulate Viper into believing part of that. Right. Like okay. the whole thing is a it's a long twisted it's a it's a web. Let's see. Uh, a tangled web, a tangled web, all
1: right, keep going.
0: So that, that starts their rivalry and it's their first big tussle, but it is not the last throughout this, either one of their stories, but Viper goes on. She has some new adventures with the new mutants. She has some adventures with the serpent society. There's a good story where she turns a population of Washington, DC into snake like humans. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I'm not sure how you tell the difference zing boom <laughs> <laughs> and i know you live there so you know i now,
1: no 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 it's and uh, i i am snake like <laughs> yeah. so i get it i get it
0: so at some point around there she does end up linking up with the red skull and for a time they work together which is also neat to see her in the red skull box but then mm-hmm. they both double cross one another and you know evil feeds upon itself
1: You know, these villains, Steve, I don't get it. Like, if they just joined up, they'd probably rid the world of these pesky, vigilante superhero types,
0: you know? Yeah, it's tough for them to trust one another. I uh, guess, you know, it's like... They uh, can't trust themselves, so they can't trust others.
1: I guess we shouldn't bad talk ourselves anymore.
0: Well, I mean, we can. These are lesser villains. Right, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about uh, the
1: help, I guess. (laughs) That's
0: right, that's right. right. Okay. She ends up returning to Madripoor, and with Wolverine's help, she becomes the ruler there for a time. She's like the uh, queen, and she needs a king, and and she instills, like, Wolverine becomes her king. And the two of them, mostly her, rule Madripoor. Eventually, though, that obnoxious meddling Tony Stark has her deposed. God, I hate him. Yeah, right? Just stay out. It's not his country, but he has to go in there and get rid of her. During this time, she also gets tangled up with Spider-Woman again right after this. And she ends up finding herself working with Hydra once again. She ends up being able to convince Spider-Woman to work for Hydra within S.H.I.E.L.D. as a double agent because she restores Spider-Woman's powers, which had previously been lost through a whole other plot, right? Okay. So she gets... Jessica Drew's powers back, and she puts her as a double agent in the shield, which, which is cool. So, we have a lot of neat spy stuff happen at this point. You've got okay. uh, double agent action, triple agent actions. You've got the new Avengers. You get all this kind of cool stuff going on with just neat spy stories, you know, loyalties, who's loyal to who, that sort of stuff. And towards the end, Viper ends up getting captured, and she f- gets Spider Woman to help her escape. But in the process, it endangers Captain America's life. And Spider Woman ends up deciding she has to help Captain America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, so she saves Captain America. She has these, she should be loyal to Viper and Hydra and all this stuff at this point, but she just can't bring herself to do that. So she ends up saving Captain America's life, but it does allow Viper to escape. But that sort of ends her, I don't know if it ends her play with viper but it certainly hurts the relationship but at this point steve rogers then discovers that spider woman is a double agent and he makes her into a triple agent so now she's spying on hydra she's spying on shield for steve rogers dang so he has his own spy in both because he doesn't trust either group okay yeah i i find that interesting that captain america doesn't trust shield (laughs) so (laughs) viper has a Long history. There's a ton of other stories all about her. But like any good villain, right, she gets killed at least once and brought back to life.
1: Thank goodness. Because I'm starting to be really drawn to her. I like her.
0: Yeah, she's got a lot of interesting bits. Yeah. How she ends up dying is she gets double-crossed by somebody calling themselves Madame Hydra. What? You can't just do that. You can't do that. This new Madame Hydra is Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, or the lover of Nick Fury. Oh, again, these tangled webs we weave, Steve. My lord. Yeah, this Valentina is taking the title of Madame Hydra while Viper mm-hmm. is Viper. We're, she's tangled up with Nick Fury. So there's a certain point where Madame Hydra shoots and kills Viper. But boom. But Viper is quickly brought back to life by the alien powers of the Hive, who I mentioned earlier, who's got like – he's very Cthulhu-esque. He's got all these tentacles and his squid stuff. Mm. He looks kind of like the weird squid monster from, like, the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Beard of tentacles, mm-hmm. right? Yep, so yep. he uses his strange blob powers to, like, put a symbiote kind of thing inside of Viper's body, which brings her back to life. But it also mutates her, so she has this giant blobby head and these tentacles that come down off of her.
1: Fortunately, that is not the herd depicted on the art in these cards.
0: It is not. It is definitely not. Yes. Then she goes and she retakes her title as Madam Hydra and gets her revenge on Fontaine um, and becomes Madam Hydra once more. So Viper Madam Hydra, the Ophelia version of her, you know, she's still maintaining this very tenuous link with Spider-Woman, uh, much okay. to the latest chagrin. The two of them are loyal to each other sometimes. They're rivals sometimes. They're double. They're spying on one another. They're spying on each other's organizations. Um, This is like soap opera. I love it.
1: This should be a show. Why isn't this a series?
0: Yeah, this would be a good series. Because this sounds delightful. Yeah. It'd be really good if it was like a comic book. No, that didn't go over. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I was drinking at the moment you said that. I I couldn't laugh. Seriously, it would be a great series.
0: Yeah, it'd be pretty interesting. One of those Disney Plus shows.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, because you have some big names in there, and then you have a lot of these interweaving plots, and you don't know who to trust. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Man. So it's an interesting piece of trivia in all the reading and and things I found was one of Viper's apartments at one time was confiscated by S.H.I.E.L.D. and becomes like a reoccurring location for their sting operations and witness protection. Is it a nice apartment? I don't know. Okay. But I thought that was interesting that – like shield co-ops her house to put their witness protection people in
1: but where does she go then
0: yeah well now she (laughs) she let's have another one
1: i guess viper can get an apartment wherever she wants an apartment all right
0: yes so pop quiz then pop quiz oh my goodness
1: steve you know i don't do very well at these pop quizzes all right i think
0: you get this one how many how many apartments do we have in the game oh okay now Am I right in thinking
1: only heroes have apartments?
0: Yes. Okay. Um well then
1: I know that Peter Parker gets evicted from his. So I'm going to say that's one. I know that Steve Rogers goes and heals up in his apartment. I I'm guessing Black Panther's throne room does not count as an, apartment. an apartment. That's one an okay.
0: apartment. Yeah. That's
1: a seriously sweet apartment. So that's two that I can think of. Um Asgard's probably not an apartment. Um Jeez. I'm so I know those two and I'm going to guess that
0: the new hero Hawkeye. I bet he has an apartment. So I'm going to say three, three is okay. my answer. So we do have Steve's apartment. I, we don't actually have a card called Peter Parker's apartment, but eviction notice is pretty good. He gets good. evicted. He gets evicted. So we don't have a card for him, but I'm going to give you, I'll give you half a point on that one. Thank you. Thanks. And then you were, you were on the right track. We have Jessica's apartment or Spider Woman's apartment. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, so I started and to look. Those are the only apartments? That as cards, yeah. Location apartments. Jessica's apartment, Steve's apartment. Sweet. I started to look. I was going to be like, well, how many superheroes live in apartments, right? Like that we have. And it's like Clint Hawkeye does have an apartment. Jennifer Walters, Peter Parker. And it's like, ah, oh, this is too hard to figure out. So <laughs>
1: <because> <laughs> I like that superheroes live in apartments.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I believe Jessica Jones lives in an apartment. Yep. Um, based on the show, so does Nick Cage, I think. Yeah, maybe it's just easier to live Luke in an apartment. Luke Cage or Luke Cage. Did I say Nick Cage? Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> he probably does not live in an apartment.
0: Yeah, I mean, he might have an apartment as you know, his third home or something.
1: I love that I said Nick Cage. I love Nick Cage. All right. Well, one thing I ha- I have a question for you, Steve. Actually, about the Viper still.
0: Sure. Usually
1: when we're talking about these villains and these embassies and stuff, you tell me all about their superpowers. What, what can Viper do?
0: Yeah, that's good, right? Uh, she has toxin immunity. She's oh. basically made herself immune to most common toxins by controlled exposure. So that's like the Dread Pirate Roberts thing? Yes. I uh, okay. powder and all that. Yep. All right. Okay. And because of that, she likes to poison others. Ooh. She has some, sometimes she'll, she has fake hollow fangs or that has po that have poison in them or she'll use poison lipstick. Like, like she puts like little teeth on her teeth? Yeah. And there's oh poison. Oh my in god,
1: it. I love this person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is she's she's now my favorite villain in the game. Okay. Oh, Hands down. Nice. Hands down.
0: She's also brilliant. She's a cunning criminal strategist. She's right. a skilled martial artist. She's a skilled markswoman. She's an expert with the use of the bull whip. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get out of line, you can crack the whip. <laughs> Master of stealth and espionage as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, she also has influence and financial resources that she puts to good use. And she seems to have a fair bit of uncanny luck. Well, yeah, I love it. I like her. I like the story. This is this is a good villain. Yeah, I like her too.
1: Now, I have a question from like, I guess maybe it's a design perspective or something like it. And maybe this isn't the place for it, Steve. And you can tell me, right. We'll talk about this later, but this, this character seems really important in a lot of ways. Right. I would, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I would say that.
1: So the fact that she exists solely in a nemesis pack, what do you think of that? Like you're hardly ever going to see Viper,
0: right. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. Now we do, we do have the Viper, in this nemesis pack and we have Mad madam hydra in the legions of hydra and they really are at least according to that art we see on them are the same person they could both be out at the same time because their titles are different true but we have seen her twice um i think she's worthy of a, a villain pack
1: yeah that's what i'm saying like i mean hers i mean i get that she's i mean as you presented her story and her backstory she's, she's sort of intimately like worked into the spider woman story but like she's also an important villain so yeah i I, Uh, i'd like to see her get her own uh her own show as it were
0: Yeah, it'd be nice if she was in like the red skull pack I, i just thought of this now all of the villains we have are males do not have a female villain yet
1: oh my god you're totally right and she would be perfect
0: yeah, should be a as, good one. as a central villain, as
1: someone who organizes and, and like orchestrates and architects villainous stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think there's a missed there, missed opportunity there to use her more as a villain, uh, especially in this Hydra box.
1: Yeah, my goodness, they are all dudes. You're right. Mm. I mean, they've done a great job of diversifying the heroes. I think in the game yep. thus far. Yep. Um. And and the and also the unique allies. But yeah, the villains, they are woefully behind. I wonder why that is. That's one of those things we should go and, like, gut check the source material, you know? True, true. They got to take what they're given, right? Yeah, that's true, too. So. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at this pack. Let's take a look.
0: Right before we do that, I wanted to mention. Oh, yes, yes. From the villains bookshelf. For our final Hydra reading, my suggestion is to go check out the Secret Empire. This run is pretty long you can check it on Marvel unlimited and they will kind of put you on the right path. The cool thing about this secret empire for us is the basis idea is the red skull gets his hands on the cosmic cube and he's able to, I don't know if he manipulates time or reality. I guess it's reality. And captain America, Steve Rogers is a sleeper agent of Hydra from like birth. What? Yeah. And at a certain point, Steve Rogers orchestrates this three pronged assault on earth, the Chitauri Hydra and Hydra army. One of the shield facilities that holds like all the crazy supervillains. It it has a breakout. He, uh, he takes the different superhero factions and he splits them up so they can't be working together. And he's pulling the strings. He's the director of shield at this point. Mm. He locks the really, really powerful superheroes Outside of a planetary sh- defense shield, outside of Earth, like Captain Marvel and like the really big, heavy hitters, right? Um, Wonder Man, Sentry, these kind of guys who have like these cosmic powers are stuck outside of Earth battling endless waves of sh- Chitari warriors. Doctor Strange, Spider Man, and a lot of your champions and street level guys are doing battle with all of these supervillains and. They use a special thing and create this kind of like a extra-dimensional black void hole thing that engulfs New York City. And they're all trapped in there in endless battle with these supervillains. So then the people fighting Hydra are, like, weakened and don't have enough have enough power over there to defend against the Hydra attack. And things are looking terrible for, for everybody. And they at this point, Captain America is still – everybody thinks he's still a good guy. And the whole thing is it's getting worse and worse and worse, and he manages to get – The US government to grant him, I don't know, they call it like Operation Shield or something like that. They grant him full power to do anything he wants. He becomes the supreme overlord of the United States in order to battle these three threats. And he uses that power for HYDRA to take control because he is the ultimate supreme HYDRA agent. So HYDRA wins and takes over America. He traps the heavy hitters outside. He traps a bunch of them inside this extra dimensional space. And the other ones just get straight up defeated.
1: So basically it's just a series about current events. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Okay.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) there's there's no virus though. Um, Right. Right. So he, he effectively betrays or everybody feels like he's betrayed them, but really since reality was shifted, He's never. He doesn't feel like he's ever betrayed them. His whole life has been moving towards this one moment. He's always been Hydra. He's always been planning this, and they have. That's what they call it, secret empire. So there's just some really cool art of him with Hydra underneath, ripped up Captain America suit with the Hydra uh, symbol, or his shield redecorated, where he beats beats up Spider Man and becomes like this ultimate bad guy. But he's really doing it kind of like to create law and order and to get rid of all the pain and suffering that democracy and capitalism and all this sort of corruption has created by instilling this totalitarian regime that can control things. And I got quite a few issues into it. It's a really good run. If you want Hydra and you want to see a lot of Hydra and you want to see Captain America be somebody other than that shining Captain America, that's this a great series. Check it out. Secret empire.
1: Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. My goodness. A little too real, but yeah, it sounds great. And Vipers in it. So, and Vipers in it. I I hope, right? I mean, why else would you bring that up? Right. (laughs) So, about this card set. So, once again, you know, we have an obligation for our hero and then some cards that go with the set. Yep. Let me tell you about uncertain loyalty, Steve. This is Spider Woman's obligation. Give to the Jessica Drew player. You may flip to alter ego form. Choose exhaust Jessica Drew. Remove uncertain loyalties from the game. Or place three threat on the main scheme. Discard this obligation. So when I first looked at this, oh, and two, two um, boost tag When I first looked at this, I was like, why would you ever just not do the first thing? Exhaust, get rid of it. But then I got thinking, this is an interesting card. Like, three threat on the main scheme, threat's not that big of a deal sometimes,
0: right? Right, if threat's low, you're in if a... Mo- low. You play in a multiplayer game where you have a three-player game. Threshold.
1: Absolutely. Right. And you may flip to alter ego form, right? Yep. But you can, and maybe I'm reading this wrong, Steve. So tell me. You may flip to alter ego form, choose, right? So even if you stay a hero, you can choose to place three threat, right? Oh, yeah. And But the only way that you can get rid of this card at all is to flip to Jessica, Drew, and Exhaust, right? Yeah. But you could conceivably stay in Spider-Woman, put three threat that might not matter at all, and just discard this and it'll come back, rinse and repeat.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of those rare obligations where the second choice is maybe not as bad as the first choice anymore. Yeah,
1: maybe it's, like, we're so, like, you've said this every time, right? Like, we're just so engineered to think, all right, just exhaust and get the thing out of the game. This I don't
0: think you do. If it's going to push you over the top... I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously going to do that. Yeah, I think it's a theme home run too. I mean, the art Ooh. on there is a perfect.
1: The art is so cool. I was going to bring that up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Some of my early Hydra readings—they use that same design with other characters in the front.
1: Mm. It is a cool, beautiful card.
0: Yeah. yeah, I actually, when I was first reading the Viper runs, that's where I saw it. Viper was the one in the front, not Jessica Drew. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect because, like, the villain wins by scheming and. You can help the villain out a little bit on the sly by adding some threat there cuz who are you really working for? And you'll take and you'll just take care of it later. It's not a big deal, right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great card. I think it's wonderfully designed for uh, the theme of it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great obligation and it's just nice to have a different kind of, one, right? Yep. Like, yeah. Like we often say. Yeah. Well, let's let's
0: talk about the unique Minion here. Go ahead, Steve. The Viper. Two scheme, two attack, five health, elite Hydra, three boost icons. And she Mm. says, while the Viper is engaged with you, your hand size is reduced by one. And her quote Mm. is, It's time for you to come home, Jessica. Her Madam Hydra copy is a two scheme, two attack, six hit points. So she has more hit points when she's Madam Hydra um, than she does if she's the Viper.
1: Not only that, she's protected by her agenda.
0: Yeah, and in that one, she's got the art. She's wearing some armor, so maybe that accounts for the extra hit point.
1: There, there's that hit point right there, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, this one is great because she steals cards out of your hand. Oh, I like it. If she can stick around. I mean, she's sort of a there, must There's kill. our
1: big if with all of our minions, right?
0: Yeah. She's going to come out with encounter card, right? Shadows of the Past to come up. Then she's going to come into play. You've already drawn up to your hand size at that point. So you get one round to take her out before her mm-hmm. effect takes effect. So. Right. Yeah. I've had her come up a few times in the games I've played and it's always been like, please, someone kill her. Like if I can't do you it, someone has to take her out. Yeah. It would
1: be really nice is if, if when she engaged you, you discard a card at random to like make yep. sure that you always have that or even hell, even just discard a card, like to make that always be a part of her, her thing. Would be nice. In our rules, of course, she is guarded by any guard keyword. So that's nice. I like her a lot. I like that I like that ability. I just wish, as with all the minions that don't have a quick strike, they do something before they're killed off by the heroes. Yeah. Cause I, I can't imagine her getting that hand size reduction to to go off.
0: Yeah, you don't have to stick around. I like the theme of it though. I kind of feel like as a master of poison. Maybe that she's she's given you that poison kiss and weakened you, so your hand size is reduced. Oh, I love
1: it. Yeah, I love it. So she comes out she comes out with her agenda, which is the Viper's Ambition side scheme. The Viper has given everything to Hydra in return for the promise of power. When revealed, place an additional one threat per player. And it is a hazard. It has two starting threat and two boost icons. I'm not gonna lie, Steve, this is a disappointing side scheme.
0: That's pretty st- Basic.
1: It's, uh, I don't understand why they wouldn't protect her. Like they do Madam Hydra, maybe because it's a nemesis thing. I don't, but
0: it's like a breaking and taking
1: here. It's like, God, yeah, it's just not, I mean, it's got low starting threat and then just one per, uh, I'm a little bummed
0: out. Yeah. Three to what? Six threat starting, which is not that bad. I mean, a hazard is, a, you know, you don't want to see more encounter cards,
1: but, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't
0: feel right. Yeah,
1: it doesn't feel right. It seems like yeah, that's a that's exactly right for the for the story you told about who Viper is and you know like, what we think of her as a, as an important villain. This doesn't seem like very ambitious episode scheme to be called her ambition. Yeah, what is she giving? Her to ambition Hydra? is to be a tiny bump in the road of your heroic endeavors. I just can't believe that.
0: So yeah, in a two-player game, you gotta you know. I guess you're like got to kill a viper, so we need a five damage, and we got to get rid of the five percent vision. So it's four threat. It's like nine Mm -hmm. points of progress you need to get rid of both of them. It's not that not that difficult.
1: No, and it's not, and and it's and it's not like it's balanced by really difficult cards from the rest of the set, as we'll talk about. Like they're not. We belly ached enough about that, folks. It is not a great side scheme for the character herself um so there's also two copies of hydro regular in this set they're also in hydro patrol which we talked about some weeks ago to remind you the hydro a minion with a one scheme to attack two hit points with insight one which is a new keyword introduced in the rise red skull when this card is revealed place threat on the main scheme which i like a lot you know and uh two boost icons again there are two of those
0: yep Um, and the quote's all about uh Hank Johnson, Agent hey, of Hydra. Hank
1: Johnson, the type of loser nerds that would join Hydra. Yeah, yeah. and of course
0: we cap it off with High Hydra. There you go. Which you know we have in uh, Hydra Assault and Captain America's nemesis. Is that it? Is it? So this is the third copy in the game, or the fourth? This, this is the third copy.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So remind everybody, it's a treachery with two boost icons. When revealed, each Hydra minion engaged with a hero attacks that hero. Each player who is not attacked this way searches the encounter deck and discard pile for Hydra minion and puts it into play. Engage with them. Shuffle the encounter deck. So, I mean, Hail Hydra is a great card.
1: Yep. Gosh, Steve, I want, it. I want to say I wish I had nicer things to say about this set. I will say, since it's a Nemesis set, that is different from it being a modular set, right? True. If this were a modular set, oh, my God, would this be a disappointment, right? Like, But since this is just adding into some other stuff, it's okay. I just wish Viper had her own mod set, at least her own modular set, and that the scheme that came with this was better. Those are my two cents on it.
0: It'd be nice. I agree if she she had her own other than the Legions of Hydra one, which is still her. It's very interesting with that. Um, Yeah, I agree. The side scheme is just eh. If Moose was here, he'd call it cabbage soup.
1: Yeah, he'd be very unimpressed.
0: Uh, The regulars are, you know, they're They're fun, but they're, I don't know, not in this, I think. And then Hail Hydra is a good... If you're going to do a reprint of something, Hail Hydra is a great reprint, sure. Sure, there should be be a ton of those in the game. Yeah, because it lets her attack again. It makes you go get her after you've defeated her, you know, if she happened to be the only Hydra minion out there. Yep, yep. Uh, Now, the obligation's fun. It's different. I like that.
1: Yep, Yep. yep. But yeah, I mean, this is a C, C- minus for a Nemesis set for me.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's that difficult no i don't think it's like
1: when you draw shadow of the past as spider woman i don't think you're like oh no
0: you know i it doesn't interact with spider woman either like oh, we've that's, seen that's some nemesis point. yeah yeah some nemesis sets really hurt right whiplash really targets iron man viper is bad for anybody for
1: anybody right yeah
0: and then viper's ambition hydra regulars hell hydra don't interact really in any meaningful way with spider woman Spider
1: Woman, hmm. that's a great point you know what d plus yeah she totally right. convinced me to change to change my grade
0: yeah because spider woman's main whole shtick is dual aspects right right like so you could have viper's ambition could limit the number of types of cards you could play a turn or the number of aspects you could have out right. um but then i know. guess
1: you're really only targeting spider woman
0: true right yeah, but I mean, I suppose there's ways to do it, right? You, there are ways. Yeah, there are definitely ways to do it. You can only play so many. You can only play so many cards a turn because Spider Woman wants to play a whole bunch of cheap events to boost her own powers up, so she can attack or thwart sure. for a whole bunch. And if you were to limit the number of cards she could play, you would reduce that. But sure. that also would affect everyone on the board.
1: Yeah, or you could even say like, when you're engaged with Viper, your base stats can't change.
0: Yeah, there, there's Something definitely. Like that.
1: There's, there's so much room for that, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. This set does not in any way interact with the hero for whom it is a nemesis. That is weird. That's weird. Because yep. you can't. You definitely cannot say that with any other hero. I
0: don't think. Yeah, we might have had a. We've had a few that have been misses on the hero, but like this one really does. This nothing. We we, we
1: almost have to bring Caleb and Boggs back and just be like, what is up with Viper? Let's let's get... When, whenever Moose shows up again, we're going to we're gonna go on the offensive.
0: Okay, good.
1: All right. All right. See, let me tell the people where they can find us. You can find our secret lair at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We're Critical Encounters on Facebook. And on Discord, you'll find us as Vardane and Big Foam Loaf. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Cut off one head. Two more. Hail
0: Hydra!